going on? Pastor LC here, the line crosser. Why do they call me the line crosser, you ask? Oh, I'm going to pause this just a second. Why do they call me the line crosser, you ask? Because I'm not afraid to overstep boundaries. I'm not afraid to tell somebody the truth. I'm not afraid to articulate, you know, what I feel like is something that it's good for somebody, you know, that, that's what I mean by calling me the LC. It's like this church is called the EDM church. You know, I explained it. it's called everybody does miracles. And, you know, your miracles may not look like my miracles and you may not look like your neighbor's miracles, but that's what's so cool about a church, which we uh, articulated last time is the church is many different people with many different talents and, and abilities and design and pieces of God. To all make up one church. The church is the body of Christ, so therefore we all have our part to do, you know, just like the parts of the body actually uh, do in order to make one general thing happen. That's why I said we're one organism here. We're one positive uh, uh, you know, group of energy that all has a, a, a cohesive uh, you know, purpose, you know, and that's to share the love of Jesus in our own uh, way you know, to everyone else. So today I want to talk about something which... Uh, People don't quite know, you know, in order to, um, you know, get something done, what do you got to do? You got to gotta take action. You got to make a step, you know, and I'm going to try to break this down. We talked about prayer a little bit, you know, last time, and I want to talk about that first tangible step to having the miracle. You know, you want something to happen, you can't just hold your breath and expect it to happen. You know, the thing is, if you want something to happen, you got to do something. And God kind of works the same way in a way, you know. He likes you to say, I'm with you. You got this free will thing. Let's see what we can do in order to see if you're real serious about it. He does it throughout the Bible. If you read your Bible real good or even just kind of skim it, you'll see that God always tries and just checks people. Say, are you sure that you're making this decision? Are you sure that you really need that miracle? And he sees desperation on people. I mean, sometimes, like when, uh, you know, the young girl died and Jesus, uh, and they tracked down Jesus and they brought her back and then he, he, uh, woke her from the dead, you know, Jesus knew that they were serious, but you know what they did? They took an action. They went out into the streets deliberately to find Jesus because their daughter was so sick that they needed Jesus. There was nobody else who could do it. There wasn't a lot of people healing the uh, dead back then, you know, bringing people back to life. There's only one dude who went back then who could do it. <clears throat> so I was saying this. You got to be serious about what you're doing. You got to come with a purpose. You got to come correct when you come to God, man. You know, Marshawn Lynch, great running back in the NFL, didn't talk much. But when he talked, he talked with power. And, and he said something really kind of insightful. You know, I'm not a big Marshawn Lynch fan, but I don't dislike the guy, but I just never really – was attracted to him, except for this one thing he said. One thing he said was, I'm about that action, boss. you got to be about the action when you come to the boss. You ever ask for a raise for your boss? You ever, you ever look at your boss and be like, hey, boss, um, I think I deserve an extra 250 an hour. And your boss is going to look at you, what you've done for me lately. And your boss is going to say, write down all the things that make you worth the extra 250. And, uh, 
you're probably like, what else I got to do? I show it every day. You guys are trying to take advantage of me, you know? I guess I'll make this action so I can make this happen. It's kind of the same thing. You go to your father, you know, and you ask him, say, Dad, I really, really want to earn this uh, new car. You know, I want to earn this car. What do I got to do in order to earn it? You got to do what you got to do in order to earn some money. You know, guys, dad's going to say, you got to go clean some gutters for me. You got to mow some lawns. You want that new car, you got to get a job. You got to take the action. You got to do the action to get the thing. You got to, you want it, you really, really want it? Show me you want it. Prove to me you want it. I'm serious about this. Good things aren't given for free out in the world. And they're not good. They're given a lot of times in, in heaven because the gifts of heaven or the best gifts of heaven are free. But I'm saying sometimes you got to give a little bit of your resources, your time, your energy, your money, you know, invest something before you get it in return, you know. The stock market works like that, is it does it not? You know, you gotta put a little bit of money into the market, wait till it fluctuates to the profit, then sell it in order to get it. You made the action, now you get the reward. You know? God kinda works like this. He doesn't want your money. He don't need your money, he knows how to multiply. But if you take him some money and you give it to God, he's gonna multiply it. Alright? You take a blessing, you give it to God and say, God bless his blessing I'm about to put onto this person, boom, he's gonna multiply it, turn it into four, turn it into eight. We know how we do the math around here. Everything's done times by times, all right? Next thing you know, you got an infinity of everything. So 4, 16, boom, 16, 36, boom, boom, 120, boom, 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 you know? Like I said, bad at math. You got to talk it. So next thing you got is God wants you to take that first step. And that first step is always giving it to him through prayer. Prayer is our love language. That's our conversation point. That's how we talk to God. We all do it a different way. We all have our own methods about it, but as long as you're sincere and you're coming correct and you're about the action, God's going to hear you. That's the thing. But remember, we talked about the pipeline a little bit last talk. We talked about keeping things uh, nice and, uh, and getting all the noise out of there. You know, uh, I'm just going to just kind of recap on that for a second. So what I'm talking about is, say you're talking through a, um, a piece of conduit. You want to know what a piece of conduit is? Big, big metal um, tape thing in your room went across the room and you got a hundred pieces of, of 10 foot sticks of conduit and you're talking through it like this and your roommate told her he's got an ear at that thing right and I was like hey boy you can hear me catch it and he's like yeah I hate that man I think it's cool and then like man this is crazy check this out hey can you bring me a sandwich from the other room you want a sandwich what you want on it man I need uh I need one of them um, ham and mustard Maybe a little bit of that uh, pepper jack cheese. And can you throw some pickles on the side? Yeah, dog, I got you. I'll be right there. So crystal clear. Now let's say this. Let's say we put some white noise in, in between there. We, we, we pump in some white noise. Just a, just a static like you used to see on the TV when you were a kid after all the shows went off. Oh, shoot. I'm old. I'm dating myself. But that's what used to happen. The TV wasn't on all night. The channels just quit. And then... Yeah. And that's the anthem come on. And you see American flag and then it fades in the snow. And you hear this. So it's going to pump a lot of in between you and your roommate talking. Now you're going to ask your roommate for something different. Hey, bro, can you bring me a hairbrush? You want me to bring you what? Hairbrush, man. What? You want 
A hairbrush? No, no, I ain't gonna say, man. I said, I need you to bring me my hammer, man. He thought you asked for a hairbrush. Why do you need a hairbrush to pound in some nails? That's how God can hear you sometimes. He knows what you're really trying to say, but he ain't going to quite give it to you because you ain't took care of what you had to take care of. You haven't done the steps. You ain't cleaned out the closet. You haven't got rid of the noise in the conduit. So that comes back to forgiveness. God tells you this. He says, bring your problems to me. Let me cast out your problems. Help, help him help you is what he's trying to say to you. He's pretty much saying, hey, you got this thing wearing you down. You can't come to me weighted down. You can't come to your boss without a plan and a reason. You can't come uh, to God and say, hey, you know, I know I ain't talked to you in a long time. And he's going, I don't know you. You got to be about the action, boss. Go be about the action. I'm not saying you can't come to God dirty. I'm not saying that you got to be spotless. and, and well, No, no, that's absolutely the opposite of what I'm saying. I'm saying... It's hard for God to hear you and hear you to hear from God when you've got things that are distracting you, blocking your pathway. Right? There's nothing in this world that's more important than God. Say it again. The center of your world should be God. One more time. Everything you do on a day-to-day basis, every minute, every second of every day, should be centered around God first. It's going to be a lot easier in your life. That's a secret to life right there. All right? Why would you not trust the smartest person of all time to help you do everything? Why would you not want the smartest person who knows everything about everything to help you do every little thing. That's my question for you. So, I come back with this. Have you cleaned out your pipeline today? Have you, have you stopped the noise? Have you stopped the distractions? Have you asked God to forgive you? Have you asked for your own personal forgiveness? Because if you haven't, you ain't going to experience it in the right way, the way it was designed to be. We have a perfect love system, y'all. The perfect love casts out all fear. Perfect love that comes from God casts out all shame. Perfect love casts out all things that are devil-related and are stopping you from experiencing God in the fullest capacity that he intended for you to experience. It's a pretty amazing thing. So what I'm trying to say is this. Close your eyes right now. Lean back. Lean back. Both your pants, just dance, and throw it all away. In the words of the great Joe Budden and Fat Joe, they say, give your sins, worries, and grief, fear, anxiety, problems, things that are weighing on your head, and just give them away right now. What was that? Anthony Kiedis in the Red Hot Chili Peppers said, give it away, give it away, give it away now. The way I interpret that is Jesus telling me to give it away to him. 
you know, I love music, as y'all can tell. And we talk about these things. You know, it's very, very difficult for somebody to really put their finger on it. You know, if you never experienced God, you're probably just like, what does that have to do with this? What does this have to do with that? Why is this? There's a lot of questions to it. But it's simple, okay? It's simple. I try to make it so y'all understand what I'm saying. But what's so simple about it is you can't go to, to God, your great father, your almighty father, when you ain't ready to take care of your business. Because he wants to help you. He loves you. He wants nothing but good things for you. But you have business to handle first, all right? Y'all understand what I'm saying. So, I'm not going to beat, beat, the, beat the bush too much there, but the thing is you got to take care of your, yourself and have God help you take care of the things you need to clean up before you go and hear him and experience him and understand his wisdom. Let's start with something small. You know, it's fine. You ain't got to go fix it up Roman one day, you know. Fix a brick today. Fix a brick tomorrow. And so you know you got a wall and you're in good shape. So my question is this. For anyone who has any questions, is you love God, you're experiencing God, you're understanding God, you've been talking to him a little bit, just ask and you shall receive. So all in all, it goes back to these stories, right? I used to get high a lot. I used to drink a lot. I used to you know, be a real selfish cat. Real selfish, man. If it wasn't about me and making myself feel good, I didn't care about anything. You know, and I call myself Selfish Sean. Selfish Sean's not a good guy. He's not who God intended me to be. I had to get rid of Selfish Sean. I had to suppress Selfish Sean. And he was a strong character. Man. He took a long time to build up. You know, he was he was 30-something years in the making. You know, Selfish Sean's a powerful dude, but you know he's not powerful, more powerful than Not more powerful than God. So I said to God, I said, hey, I don't want to be this guy. And I didn't pray that one time. I prayed this probably 25, 35 40 times, 50 mistakes maybe. A little bit here, a little bit there. So Sean's not totally gone. I'm going to be honest with you. That's my sin complex. You probably have your own sin complex that you can relate to. You know, you probably got a, you know, self-esteem over here or self-esteem, you know, and your problem is shopping. You can't stop shopping. You can't stop clicking on Amazon. Oh, Steve can't stop buying stuff for his car. He's self-esteem, right? You know, yes, you definitely do something better with that money. But, you know, are you trying to build this car? You've been trying to build this car for 15 years, Steve. Give it a rest, Steve. It ain't worked out in 15 years, bro. Maybe you could do something different with that money. Maybe you can try the God plan. The God plan, yeah. I didn't even know we were talking about money today. But God's telling me, hey, switch the sermon a little bit, man. He's saying, hey, you know how to clear the conduit. People are worried about money these days. And I was like, you're right, they're worried about money. They are. So I need to say this. Y'all, if you're worried about money, here's what you got to do. Change how you invest your money. Change what you do with your money. Flip the script a little bit. All right? Be about the action. The action comes from, I'm sorry, the results come from action. Working out, you got to go walk to the gym. You got to drive to the gym. You got to go get in their locker. You got to change your clothes, put on your headphones. Then you're ready to work out. You did some stuff before you were ready to say, hey, body, are you ready to do this? Let's stretch out a little bit. Let's get these results. 
I like results. I'm a result-driven guy. I like stuff happening to me immediately. Is that selfish? No, a little bit. But if it comes from God, is it selfish? That's the question. A question comes out to if God wants it for you, it's good. You know, and he wants nothing but good for you. The Bible says this. He says, if you ask for a, uh, for a fish, does your Holy Father give you an egg? No. If you ask for a, a warm cloth, does he give you a scorpion? No. Something along those lines. You know, I don't know my stuff inside and out, but I know the outsides of it. Okay, just forgive me on that one. But you know what I mean. God's not going to give you a scorpion if you ask for an egg. Or he's not going to give you an egg if you ask for a good gift. No one wants an egg. But what you do want is what your good father has for you because it's going to be something good is the point. So when you come to him, you made the action, you're going to ask, and you don't expect that he gives you exactly what you need at the right time. And that's a guaranteed promise. God never breaks promises, and he never is going to give you something that you don't need and that isn't good for you. That's why it's really important that you have the pipeline clear and you understand who God is and what he would tell you and what he would know is good for you. Because remember, last sermon, we talked about lots of different voices out there, a lot of distractions in this world, a lot of things that are going to make you kind of question yourself and the devil's going to try to talk to you too. You got to be able to decipher, discern, and understand the difference between God's voice and all the other voices because there's only one voice you need to listen to. Simple, cut, dry. Boom. God. Follow God. No other problem. All right? You're going to have turmoil. You're going to have obstacles. But you're going to get out of them a lot faster. And you're going to come with them a lot better peace. You're not going to get us worried about it. That's the point. All right? So back to what we were coming with with money. All right? Money comes after this. Money was given to you to do something with. Pay your bills with. Purchase a, a car so you have transportation with. Get your kids to a nice school. Help your life be better. That's what money does for you, right? So, you got money. Maybe you have a little extra money. Possibly, we all might, right? Is there something better you can do with that money to help another person make their make a little more money? Possibly. Could you share a little bit? Could you say, hey, I'm going to give you $20 today. I have an extra $20. Let me help you make it into $40. Are you interested? Teach. Give, teach, reap reward. All right? That's what God wants you to do. He said and say, don't. He didn't ever, and never once in the Bible said, be selfish with your money. Keep it to yourself because I'll tell you what, you know what to do with it better than anybody. No, it don't work like that. God says, let me get my 10%. Let me show you what I can do with that, man. Let me show you. I turn that 10 into 20. I turn that 20 to 40. I turn that 40 to 80. Boom. God keeps flipping it, man. He keeps flipping it, right? God's a multiplier, man. Would you not want someone to come to you and say, hey, I got this God plan right now. We need to listen to this, right? God wants to take that money that you were going to go spend at the bar tomorrow night, and he wants to turn it into $150. Instead of $75. What do you think of that? Are you interested? Don't go to the bar. Do this instead. God told me to tell you to do this with it. Or maybe you'll hear from God yourself. God will say, hey, you know that $50 you've been burning a hole in your pocket you already spent on Amazon. 
Maybe you shouldn't do that. Maybe you should go do something else with it. I'm not one to tell anybody what to do. It's your money, your business, your problem. Your solution is God. I'm never, ever, ever going to be one to advise somebody what to do with their money. All right? That's not my job. That's you and the Holy Spirit. All right? So I just want everyone to be encouraged to talk about it to God. Money is the hardest topic to talk about with people. It breaks up marriages. It breaks up friendships. It breaks up everything. All right? Because the love of money is the root of all evil. You know, the, the point being is when someone comes and puts money before stuff, before people, before love, when you put money before love, you got a problem. You got a problem with money. All right? If you spend money faster than you love, you got a problem with money. If you acquire money faster than you acquire love, you got a problem with money. Money is just a crutch. Just like alcohol is a crutch. Just like weed's a crutch. Just like shopping's a crutch for some people. Excessive reading it can be a crutch, man. You know, talking too much, gossip's a crutch. There's crutches out there. It's a diversion. It's about balance. It's about finding what the right things to do with it is. And the only person who can tell you that is Jesus Christ. Can I get an amen? All right, we're going to continue this in a minute. So back to Marshawn Lynch. Skittles has a slogan, Taste the Rainbow. And the commercial that Marshawn did for Skittles, he's getting rained on by Skittles. And then a rainbow of Skittles appears. It's a great metaphor. Like I said, it's a great metaphor for me. I love Skittles. And I could just imagine if raindrops tasted like Skittles. I'd be outside, my eyes closed, and my face up to the sky, tasting the rainbow of <laughs> fruit flavors that are pouring from the sky. That's, that's, I need that to be part of my heaven, God, real quick. This is why we're talking. I need raindrops that taste like Skittles in my heaven. If you can make that happen, that'd be great. Thank you, Lord. Appreciate it. All right. So after I got that prayer out the way, Marshawn had some good points. He said, be about the action. Taste the rainbow. Taste the goodness. Taste what God has to give you. Now that you know how to get rid of all the stuff and all the diversions and all the problems, and you took them to him, and now you got to get the answers. You got to get the understanding. You got to get the wisdom. Because once you get the wisdom from the smartest person who's ever lived on this earth, your best friend, Jesus Christ, you're going to taste the rainbow, is what I'm saying. You're going to reap the rewards. You're going to get the benefits. It's going to be amazing. Right? There's nothing in this world that can take place of Jesus. You can try, but you can't fit a square peg into a round hole. All right? There's nothing in the world that takes the perfect shape of Jesus in your heart. You're designed that way to be in relationship with him. You're in design to be in as one being with God in a perfect harmony and, and walking side by side the same way that our perfect example did Jesus. We just have a little bit more, I'm sorry, pull the wrong direction. We have a little less willpower than Jesus because we don't have the DNA of God in us. All right. We have our mothers and fathers and grandfathers and aunts and uncles and our family DNA, all right? Our DNA is just a lot farther away than Jesus' DNA was from God, okay? 
we got some compiling things that match up, mesh up, you know, just kind of make our lives a little more difficult. You know, sometimes, like me, our mom had problems sleeping. You're not the best sleeper in the world because of your genetics. You know, I don't remember Jesus ever having problems sleeping. I remember him in the middle of a boat in the ocean when it was all going crazy and he was just passed out. So I think Jesus slept pretty good. I wasn't there, but I think he was, I think he slept pretty good. And then he woke up in there and he was like, man, why y'all waking me up? What's up with his faith? Then he calmed the storm and then he went back to sleep. Jesus had no problem sleeping. But some people might. Jesus might not have trouble with seizures. I don't remember Jesus ever saying these migraines feel like somebody is taking a, a needle and twisting it into my temples. And every time I have light, I got to go sit in the darkest, coldest room I possibly can with the washcloths on my face and before I feel like I'm about to get sick. I don't remember Jesus fighting migraines. I don't remember uh, Jesus talking about, oh, I got so much uh, you know, stuff. And Jesus didn't talk about how he wanted to be that way because that's sin. All right. Sin, different choices. Those are choices. Genetical makeup of you, your DNA, has to do from your family past. All right. Your family can bring sin upon you also. It can make you want to sin is the point. You don't have to do it, but you're drawn to do it. Mom's an alcoholic. Dad's an alcoholic. You're probably going to want to try alcohol in your life. Just saying. Yeah. Dad's a stockbroker. Mom's a financial consultant. You're probably going to try to figure out how to let money rule your life. No problem. None of those things are problems for a guy. You got to bring those things to him. You got to get rid of the DNA sometimes, too. I don't come from a great family. I come from a great my mom and dad who loved me a lot, but didn't give me enough structure. But I got some really bad folks in my family. You can't choose your cousins and uncles and aunts. That didn't make me a bad person. I had to choose. I had to sit in my room as I was growing up at 10 years old and pray about stuff and say, I don't want to hear my parents fight anymore, God. Make it stop. I don't want to. I would never be a, a drug addict like my uncle. Help me never to be that. I don't want to be a, you know, a power hungry, money worshiping person like my, my other uncle. Help me not to be that. Help me be smarter than the rest of uh, these folks which are in my life. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's asking your, your world, your great earth, uh, Heavenly Father, how to make your earthly life better. We're here on this earth temporarily, folks. We're not here forever, all right? Everybody does miracles. You make the first step, God fills in the rest. He does a miracle for you, for yourself, or for somebody else. That's what EDM Church is about. Everybody does miracles. Be about that action today. Don't wait till tomorrow. Procrastination is one of those things that you should give to God right now. If you procrastinator, you're a warrior, you, you, you think you judge, self-judge, give that to God, get that out of your system. Because if you doubt yourself, that's the devil doubting you. That's the devil telling you to doubt yourself. Doubt is not God, all right? Fear, not God. Simple as this. If it feels bad, it is bad, not God. Get it out of there. Command it out. Cast it out. Tell it to go away. All right? Hey, this has been a great message. I feel like this is what God has had 
on my heart today to tell y'all, same for me, like every week, you know, I appreciate everybody who listens in to the uh, EDM uh, Church Podcast. You know, again, I'm Pastor LC. Uh, don't forget the PayPal address if you want to keep this thing going. It's coming up. We got information about that. And, uh, you know, I love y'all. I got some special lot of things coming up in the next couple of weeks. So hoping to hear from y'all again. Don't forget to give your feedback. And I'll uh, write back on Anchor. All right. Peace. want to thank everyone tuning in let's just open our hearts open our heads say a prayer to yourself get your conduit clean get your phone lines being static make your cell phone hit the right tower there's only one tower you want to talk to and that's that's Jesus Christ our God our Lord our Savior Help us all see the clearest vision today, Father. Help us all hear what you have to say in crystal high def, HD, true Dolby Atmos sound. Lord, we want to hear you from all areas, always, in the perfect way for us at that time. Lord, we know you have control as we give it to you. We don't want free will. We want a partnership, Father. We want to thank you so much given us the awesome ability to coordinate with you to collaborate with you to understand you you to hear us no matter where we are what we're doing here as far away as earth is his to heaven it's just a crossing the threshold for you lord it's like walking through a door that's how easy you make it for us and we thank you father for giving us your son jesus to die for us, for our sins, for our futures and the past of people of all time who want to choose you, ones who want to come to you, and the ones who really haven't found you yet and haven't found your perfect love. And that's what we're here for, man. We're here to follow, help them find that perfect love and to show them love and to give them a small miracle today. That's what the EDM Church is about. We thank you for giving us this blessing, this opportunity and giving us great messages and, and things to think about every week. Help us part of you today, God, with what you're doing. We praise you in holy name. Amen. We got some great worship music coming up for y'all. Some mystery stuff. Um, just open your heart. Let let the Skittles pour into it, you know. Uh, and taste the rainbow today. Because I'll tell you, I think you're all going to see some stuff as you got your eyes closed and you're worshiping. If you're driving, do not close your eyes, please. But just open your heart and just let it pour in and then let it come out. Someone can sing here today. You don't even know you can sing. Some people, they all think you can sing, but you can't sing. So if you're one of those people, just stay a little quiet. So, so the people in the back aren't distracted. But if you're a good singer and you didn't know you were a good singer, I want to hear you the loudest today. All right. Just let it, let it be shown. Because no matter how you sound in this world... God hears you like an angel in heaven. So if you're by yourself, I'm just kidding. Just spelt it out, man. Whatever comes to your heart, whatever comes to your mind, if it rolls, just let it roll. All right? Let's get in this worship thing. Um, thank you today, Father. I'm excited to see what we're all about to do. 
Let's not think things coming. Let us do what we got to do in order to get it done. Help us make that first step. And help us take that action, boss. We love you. Amen. Before y'all take off, man, make sure you say hello. Do something nice to somebody. Make someone's day a little bit brighter. All right. Again, positive, 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 man. That's what we preach right here. So if you like what we're doing, uh, go ahead. You know, and God feels uh, compelling you right now just to say, hey, I like what they're up to. I think I can get on board with this. Send whatever you, uh, you feel like sending, you know. Dollar, five dollars, twenty dollars, fifty dollars, five hundred dollars, thousand, I don't care. You know, it's paypal.me backslash my real name s-h-a-u-n g-r-e-e-a-r that's paypal.me backslash sean greer spelled weird s-h-a-u-n g-r-e-e-a-r and if you got any questions uh feel free to reply back on this podcast and i'll be happy to write back to you all right love y'all take care peace bye That's an amazing worship. I really felt that some people got a connection today that you didn't experience before. You know, I really feel like God's speaking to you in a way that you never quite heard him talk to you before. He's going to just kind of say, this is me. Good to meet you. And I want to just help you make the best life that you can be for whatever your name is personal. Let's make it personal for you. That's what God's doing, man. He's talking to y'all specifically today. The person who's never heard the voice has now heard the voice. Am I right? Hey, thank you guys so much for joining us again this week. I'm Pastor LC. Go into the world. Be positive. Uplift somebody. Don't tear them down. Bring him. Bring Jesus to the forefront. Make him part of your day-to-day lives. Make him part of your day-to-day words. <clears throat> you know? Take away uh, some kind of distraction, something that affects uh, your relationship with him this week. Just take it away and, and, and bring more of him into your life and replace it. Because he'll fit that, that hole perfectly in your heart. There's nothing that's going to replace him that he can fill any hole, any size. All right? He's going to multiply that love. He's going to have you after telling somebody about how much he's changed your life. I hope it works out, man. Hope y'all love somebody this week. Tell somebody you love them. All of mine now. Tell them you love them. Call your wife. Call your husband. Call your girlfriend. Call your son. Call your daughter. Call your aunt. Call your uncle. Call your granny. Call your gramps. Call your brother and sister who you've not talked to. Somebody needs to have a healing moment right now where they say, I don't like my person in my family, that person wants to talk to you, they just don't know yet. God will give you the right words to say. You start by making the first move. That's what I feel right now. Someone needs to make that phone call and just, just say, hey, I need to talk to you about something. That's your first step. Make the first step. Be about the action, boss. Love y'all. Peace. Peace.